Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Break out the corny goodbye gifts. It looks like we're going to have another sports farewell tour. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. One of our favorite pastimes is returning. How can we bloviate over and over and over and over again about the same person? Come up with the corniest gifts imaginable because that in sports is what we have to do when an all-time great says, I'm hanging it up. Albert Pujols, you're in the on-deck circle. Ken Levick alive. It's a Tuesday on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And in John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the beautiful and majestic Intracoastal. Guess who's back from vacation? It is Friday Night Lights. Stone Labanowitz running this whole catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Uh, we'll talk about your vacation. I care, but not enough to lead the show with it, okay? I mean, that makes sense. Okay, so uh, Albert Pujols, he is back with the Cardinals. He is back with the team that started it all for him. He has signed a one-year contract and yesterday, he was unveiled. He was unleashed. He came into throngs of adoring fans down the right field line. This courtesy of Bally Sports Midwest, Albert Pujols, Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, his triumphant Redbirds return. <laughs> Indeed. Adoring fans, much approval, and it was actually a cool moment. It was a cool moment to see Albert Pujols back in a Cardinals uniform. Now, granted, the shade of red with the Cardinals uniform doesn't look all that different from the shade of red with the Angels uniform, but you know what I'm saying. It's cool to see Albert Pujols back in a Cardinals uniform. Fan me, I sort of popped for that. That was good. That was really, really cool. And then uh, after the game yesterday at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Albert Pujols discussed what this year was definitely going to be for him. Yes, this is it for me. This is my last run. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I might get pumped up and play winter ball, but this is this is probably the this is probably the last uniform that I will wear in the big leagues. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, you know, Jody and Adam, you know, I mean, Mo can tell you, I mean, those guys were FaceTiming, you know, pretty much every day. They're like, are you in the plane? Yeah, waking me up. Jody wake me up at 6 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm like, dude, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, at 6 o'clock, I'm just waking up to try to go work out. So, I mean, yeah, those guys had a lot of big influence. I mean, we have great history together, you know, and we want to add more into our history, you know, uh, and just uh, for us to do it, uh, hopefully we... We can do it this year, you know, and raise that championship trophy and just be a, something that it'll be really special for us, you know. So, and the memories that, that we have created and the memories that we're going to continue to create, you know, because 
with my hand this jersey tomorrow, whatever we're done. But at the end of the day, it's the memory that you can take with you, you know, and the, and the friendship. Uh, and that's something that you can't just buy. So Albert Pujols, just by then, and I'm no expert when it comes to uh, to trying to discern verbal cues. I definitely, unlike Josh Cohen, I have no desire to read nonverbals. I don't care. But that does sound like a man who is grateful, sounds like a man who is happy, sounds like a man who is thrilled to be back with that organization and is wildly comfortable in this being his last year of playing competitive baseball. Executing it perfectly so far. Yeah. Everyone, Everyone's on board with it. Said what he needed to say. Cardinals fans are obviously thrilled. It's a boon for the Cardinals just from a ticket sales standpoint. They're set. Even if they're bad this year. And I know, as Albert Pujols said, uh, here to try and help win a championship. Not real sure that they have what it takes to get past the Dodgers. Not real sure they have what it takes to get past the Mets. Not real sure they have what it takes to even beat the Cubs in, or the Brewers in the Central. But, hey, the guy's happy. Cardinals fans are happy. It's going to be a good thing all around. But... This also presents something that I have grown more tired of than almost anything in sports over the last decade or so, and that is the farewell tour. Because, Stone, you know what this means now. The Cardinals are going to go from city to city to city, and every time it's the Cardinals' final trip to a city of the season, that also means it's Albert Pujols' final trip to whatever city the Cardinals are visiting, which also means that we are going to start handing out these chintzy, terrible gifts. For example, it was Mariano Rivera in his farewell tour who received cowboy boots from the Rangers. He received from the Baltimore Orioles a bench made out of broken bats that he caused, which, by the way, there is no possible way to go back and fact-check that. The, the, the Orioles could have legitimately just sawed all of those bats in half, broken bats in half over their knees, and said, ah, Mariano Rivera caused that. Glue them together and paint it. There's his bench. I mean, yeah, those broken bats are probably in the garbage from the yeah. game because they're pissed off that they probably got beat right. by him, so nobody saved them. The, the, the White Sox gave Derek Jeter a, a bench made out of bats and balls, clearly just stealing that idea from Mariano Rivera's farewell tour, and I believe that they gave Derek Jeter a, a, a cup of the infield dirt at their stadium. <laughs> Legendary New Comiskey Park dirt. The stadium was built in 1991. We're not exactly talking a relic here, okay? So what I'm saying is that we have taken what in theory is a, a, a nice show of, hey, tip your cap. Thank you for what you did for the sport. And we've turned it into this, look at me, what can we do that is just going to go so over the top that it gets annoying type of spectacle. It should be, hey, give him a standing ovation. That's good. We don't have to bring him out to the mound. We don't have to lavish him with gifts. But you know what? That's what we do now. There is nothing that Albert Pujols doesn't already have that one of these Major League Baseball teams is going to give him on this farewell tour. I don't care the sport, but baseball, because there's 162 games and because there's so many farewell moments, 
It drives me crazier than any other sport. But Stone, remind me my reaction when you proposed that Tom Brady, before his retirement that ended up not being a retirement, what was my reaction when you said Tom Brady should come back for one final year for a Tampa Bay Buccaneers farewell tour. You literally laughed at me. Yes. You, alongside Theo, shut it down so quick, yeah. laughed, said that's not the guy Tom Brady is. And is I stood it? by it, but literally you guys laughed, so I just back, back down in my corner. But here we go. And I believe my body retched. I believe the mere thought of it made me want to get ill because this also, in a 24-hour news cycle, becomes unbearable. The Derek Jeter farewell tour was absolutely vomit. It was a snoozer. Oh, every single series. Oh, Jeets, farewell. Thanks for the memories. You were certainly a limited fielder, but boy, did you come up in big moments, and so we overvalued what you did for the game. Oh, Derek, you dated so many models, and you were the face of the Yankees, so automatically you get more attention than anybody else. That's what we did with Derek Jeter. We marketed Derek Jeter's farewell tour. The Jordan brand came up with the slogan, respect with a two that looks nothing like an S. A two does not look like an S. The commercial with the kid tipping his cap and everyone tipping their cap. and So we did that for an entire season to say goodbye to Derek Jeter. We are incapable of just recognizing with a standing ovation, hey, thanks for your contributions. Appreciate the memories. We'll watch the documentary in three or four years. We have to make things so over the top. We have to focus in so hard on legacy and debating his spot in the all-time greats. It has ruined anything remotely likable about the farewell tour. Albert Pujols deserves a respectable goodbye. But this also means that I'm now going to be sick of Albert Pujols by July because it's going to be all over SportsCenter. It's going to be all over FS1 in the two seconds out of the year that I watch that. Uh, It's going to be nonstop on first take. Uh, If Pujols hits a home run in a big game in July, it's going to be what contributions can Pools make in the playoffs? Or let's, it's going to be that all summer long. Let's say he hits one against the Yankees. We're going to get a uh, compilation greatest, of home runs from oh the yeah. Yankees in the oh past. Yeah. Well, already today on the ESPN app, they've already got a montage of the greatest Pools moments. Of course. They, they, that's good. But you're right. He's going to hit a home run against the Yankees, or he's going to get a home run against the Astros, and we'll immediately go back to 2005 NLCS. Remember when he beat the Astros in Game 6? Like, it's just going to be this stuff over and over and over again. So it takes a good thing and turns it into a can-we-just-stop-already situation because we oversaturate everything in sports. Now, I understand that I'm also a cynic, okay? Born and bred. Born and bred cynic. I'm sure there are some that are giddy with anticipation that Albert Pujols is getting a farewell. And again, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but what I'm saying is that we do a great job of making sure we all get sick of it post-haste in absolute no time. And Albert Pujols is next up for a farewell tour. What was the most memorable moment from the Ben Roethlisberger farewell tour? 
I think him crickets. Ro- him rolling out and tripping on his own feet <laughs> and throwing the incomplete. That's literally what I remember. That's the first thing that comes uh, to my head. See, and this is another thing, too. What if he just has a miserable season? Wouldn't it have been easier for him to come back to the Cardinals, sign a one-year contract, and then after the year, like back in my day, athletes used to do it and then say that's it and hang it up? Like, is it self-serving, too, to have a farewell tour? Isn't it a little self-serving to have a farewell tour? Are sports farewell tours a good thing? Are sports farewell tours a good thing? Because we're about to get it with pool holes, and I know I'm going to be burned out real quick. Are sports farewell tours a good thing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888 760 3776-888-760-3776. Are sports farewell tours a good thing? And I understand that it's human nature, I think, for these guys that have reached the pinnacle of their sport. They deserve and feel that they deserve a proper sending off. But again, in 2022, in a 24-7 news cycle with umpteen thousand sports media outlets... Even if you waited till the end of the year to say, that's it, I'm hanging up the cleats, you would still get the proper coverage without the hassle of trying to find a way to bring home the sand sculpture that the Rays made for Mariano Rivera. I mean, as SB Nation put it at the time, Matt Uford, how do you get that home? You can't just put that in your carry-on luggage. It's a massive sand sculpture. This is the thing. We all try to be a part of it. When we don't have to be, if we can just acknowledge, hey, Albert Pujols was great, we don't have to do the gifts. We don't have to do the nonstop montages. We can tell some stories, and you know what? We can let the game breathe. And the thing, too, is that if things are a little bit average to below average for the Cardinals by July, the whole season's just going to be taken up by Albert Pujols. Totally. Like there, it, it it's going to be, and it's going to be. This is not the way Albert Pujols deserves to go out. The Cardinals failed him, or even worse, Albert Pujols contributes nothing to the Cardinals, and then it completely tarnishes what you're trying to accomplish in a farewell tour, which is to properly acknowledge and to properly send off that superstar. For me, I can just do without it. It's too self-serving. Like for me, I don't have the guts. To, uh, to to say, hey, Steph, I'm uh, I'm going to be leaving at the end of this year. So, uh, hey, can we dedicate uh, like six months of shows to some of my best moments? And uh, I, you know what I do? I would laugh at myself. And she'd laugh at me. <laughs> Immediately. But I would laugh at myself. It takes a special kind of, yeah, damn it, I know I'm good, to say, yeah, let's have a farewell tour. I don't like it. And it's the same reason, though, I didn't like the thought of a Tom Brady farewell tour. Because every single Sunday, it would be the same damn nonsense about him and how great he is and how much he meant to the game and how long he's been the face of the NFL and how many championships he's won and what is the NFL going to do without Brady. It was much easier to have snap of a finger reaction and legacy talk once he decided he was retiring as opposed to spreading it out 
for an entire seven months because then we were going to rehash the same crap over and over and over again. Yeah, what are teams going to give Tom Brady if they give him gifts? Like, are the Colts going to walk I'll out play with the a middle finger? Are the Colts going to walk out with like a flat football and go, like he's going <laughs> to go, go team by team? Uh-huh. Like, what gifts would he get <laughs> if he's getting if Pujols uh, is getting sand that's sculptures? Funny. That's fast. What are the Raiders funny. giving him? Flat football. Uh, the Jets will give him a, a camcorder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of like that actually. Actually, you know what? We're on the right track. I'm pro Tom Brady farewell tour. But you as the sports fan, are sports farewell tours good? Are sports farewell tours a good thing? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Do you enjoy sports farewell tours? Because, again, I just feel like it is beating a dead horse over and over and over again because there's so many think pieces and there's so many give us your favorite memories and then we're going to talk about Pujols now and his legacy and what he meant to baseball and guess what? In October, we're going to do the same thing. The same exact thing. I can do without it. I am much more into guys playing out that last year without telling anybody it's their last year and then going out. Now that said... If he balls out, then that's kind of special, right? Like uh, As annoying as Derek Jeter's farewell tour was, you know what was awesome was his final at-bat at Yankee Stadium with the walk-off single. It was epic. That was cool. That was cool. So it does present moments like that, but it did not supersede the death march that was that entire final Derek Jeter season. Now, again, Dwayne Wade, his farewell tour season, the shot, against the Warriors, like the whole thing. And the Heat didn't make the playoffs, and that's the most disappointing part. Like, he had special moments. He played well in his final season, but what do we remember about that final Dwayne Wade season? They lost a late game to the Magic. They missed out on the playoffs, and it sucked. Overall, it was a crappy way for Dwayne Wade to go out because he deserved better. If the Cardinals don't make the playoffs, it's going to be a crappy way for Albert Pujols to go out because he deserves better. Yeah, and of course you're going to get special moments. There's 82 games in an NBA season. There's 162 games in a season. Like, of course there's going to be special moments sprinkled in. Yeah. But normally, it's there won't be. It's that simple. It's just so, it's so played out, and it's become so commercialized. And uh, Ed Killer tweets, Pujols might not even make the team. I, I see what you're saying, Ed, but I think he's going to make the team. Because <laughs> you know what they're going to say? They're going to go to Yadi Molina, and they're going to ask him, hey, should Albert Pujols make the team? Yadi's going to say, C, si. and then he'll be on the team. C. Si. Yeah, he'll, 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 he'll be there the entire 162 games. I just, again, that Jeter, that Jeter farewell tour ruined it for me. Absolutely ruined it for me. Because once the Jordan brand got involved, it was incessant. It was nonstop. It was the perfect confluence of the perfect golden boy, uh, Derek Jeter of the Yankees, of the Jordan brand, and it smacked us in the face on a daily basis. You know who I think started that, just thinking back, was Cal Ripken. Cal Ripken had a farewell tour. I believe it was 2001, because that's when he hit the uh, home run at the All-Star game in Seattle. That was the first time I can remember there was a farewell tour where people started getting gifts, and there was ceremonies, and now we've all just latched onto it. We've latched onto that thing. You know LeBron's going to have a farewell tour, right? Yeah, but that's inevitable. Like even Well, because it's his personality too, right? Yeah, but every single piece of the media is going to be like, "Hey, are you retiring this year?" Like he's not going to be able to hide from it. He can't do what Brady did 
and do it after. Like it's just not gonna, it's not possible. It wasn't possible with Jordan either. They asked him constantly. Yeah, but Jordan did. Like he, we found out about uh, midway through his final season with the Wizards that that was probably going to be it. But he did not write announce it until afterwards. Mm-hmm. Jordan didn't have a farewell tour. But you know LeBron's going to forget the media for a second and the speculation. LeBron, who has always controlled his narrative, he's absolutely going to be the one via an Instagram post to announce that his final season's coming up, is whenever he, that might be. Right, but it, is it a little different because he's no one's played in the league as long as he has? Like, there are, are moments that we do have to see. Like, I was never there to witness the 18-year-old LeBron James. Like, I wasn't there to witness that, and I guess that's similar. You know, you could do that with Pujols. You could do it with all these guys, but nobody has played in a league as long as LeBron James But what has. I'm saying, like, fine, he deserves it, for sure. Yeah. But I also think it takes a special personality trait to say, you know what, I want to be the focus and the center of attention for an entire season. I want to take all the headlines. I want to take all the spotlight. And again, LeBron deserves that. But it takes a special sort of personality, a special sort of ego to actually take that on and to declare, hey, this is all me. Sorry, not sorry. This is LeBron's time. That's all I'm saying. LeBron's personality suggests that he sure as hell is having a farewell tour. No doubt about it. Albert Pujols, the farewell tour is underway. Do you enjoy sports farewell tours? The nonstop discussion about legacy. The nonstop, where do they rank in the pantheon of all-time greats? The nonstop, here's a terrible gift, and we're going to give it to you at half court or on the mound. The constant... Well, how good was he in this era? Because you know that's coming as well. Do you enjoy sports farewell tours? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And as always on Twitter, at KLV1063. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. No farewell tour here. This thing's going strong. It's your path to the sports industry. 22 years. And it's not ever going to retire. The FAU MBA Sports Management Program, it's how you get into the sports industry. It is adapted to the times. The professors provide firsthand knowledge because they're in the sports industry. You're not going to be caught off guard. You're not going to miss out on learning something because these are the new age ways to make sure you succeed in sports. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, that degree is a massive step in your life. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. Do you enjoy sports farewell tours? Are they fun for you? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We'll take your calls, and when we return, is the big cat playing for a green jacket? Who? He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Farewell tours to me are annoying. They're, they just are. They just are. Now, the the cynicism aside, there are memorable moments that come from it. And we asked on Twitter at KLV1063, what was the most memorable sports farewell tour 
Matt Lincoln says Jeter is up there, and that's largely because Nike and the Jordan brand slapped us in the crotch with it every single day. I mean, all we heard about was, this is Jeter's last trip to uh, Texas. Oh, the memories. This is Jeter's last trip to Seattle. Oh, God. And it was just every commercial and every single Nike projection. Man, that one. That That's the one that killed me on farewell tours. Just never again. That, that was too much. Uh, Ed Killer tweets, uh, Dr. J. That was um, well, well before your boy was around. Uh, <laughs> Cody Rogers says, Paul Pierce, only because he got called up by Draymond during his farewell tour. Okay, now I love that. Oh, yeah. So you remember Paul Pierce played for the Clippers in his final season, and he was trash-talking with Draymond Green, and Draymond said, a farewell tour? Who do you think you are, Kobe? They don't love you like that. Just so perfect. Wow. And he heard it. He heard it. it, was, uh, it was, they were lined up at a free throw. <laughs> You could hear it over the TV broadcast. You could hear it over the TV broadcast. <laughs> oh, Paul Pierce. Poor, what is he doing now, by the way? After he was uh, he was uh, hanging out, doing drugs, and uh, chilling with prostitutes and got fired from ESPN. I don't know what happened to old Paul. Hey, if he's living his best life, I'm good with Paul Pierce, man. I'm I guess. judge. I guess. I mean, it's a ni- I, I'm sure it was a pretty nice fat paycheck, but by the looks of it, on his Instagram live, Paul's not worried about his paycheck. So I hope Paul is doing big things. I was, I'm not a fan. I hate Paul. I hate all the haters who get on ESPN and, and get on these things and just like are totally against one or two guys. It's so brutal. He's like, skip. So I'm, I, I'm good with Paul being gone. And I'm glad. Well, it sounds like you're hating. On Paul? Yeah, you're hating on, uh, you're, you're calling out Paul Pierce for being a hater. You're a hater I of mean, Paul Pierce. He's a LeBron hater, and any LeBron haters uh, is not a, you know what, I didn't want to give it up, but uh, yeah, not a friend in my book. Yeah, we just got to the bottom of that. <laughs> Aaron Albers and Coach K, they say Mariano Rivera. They remember that farewell tour. My my one lasting memory of the, the Mariano Rivera farewell tour, uh, and by the way, in Cleveland, they gave him a um, a gold-plated record of Enter Sandman. Okay. That's fine. That's awesome. Uh, that, that, that's, that's one of the cooler. <laughs> but what's funny about this, we've mentioned uh, Derek Jeter. We've mentioned Mariano Rivera. And uh, we uh, who else did we mention in baseball? That, oh, Cal Ripken? Yeah. <laughs> they all got cowboy boots from the Texas Rangers. Hey, Rangers, and I don't know the Cardinals' schedule. I don't know if they're actually going to Arlington. But could we maybe mix it up a little bit? I don't know. Albert ain't wearing the boots. I feel like the cowboy boots are a little played out. Now, granted, they're a lot more practical than the uh, the, the bench made out of broken bats, which also seems fairly dangerous for the rectal area. I don't know. That's just me. But can we do something? What about a cowboy hat, mm. which is more practi- practical than the cowboy boots? Because anybody who's ever worn cowboy boots will tell you that there is no pair of cowboy boots that are comfortable. As soon as you get done with a night of, and I don't know if you go square dancing. What's the place in West Palm where you can go like line dancing, square dancing? Uh, we need we need uh, Christina in here from the home team because she is one of the dorks who goes square dancing or line dancing, and she knows what I'm talking about. It's over by the Duffies on um, on on Village. I, I can't remember the name of it. We'll try and uh, get a, a clarification from Tina on that. But uh, cowboy boots. If you go out in cowboy boots, by the time you get home. You can't feel your feet. 
You don't feel your ankles. There's no blood flow. And it takes you like a day or two to recover from the pain that the cowboy boots are inflicting. Is it, is it Renegades? Oh, yeah, I think it's Renegades. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's definitely Renegades. Uh, by the way, quick question. If you go line dancing, how do you know what the dance moves are? I've always wondered this because I've seen line dancing in action. A music, a music starts, and all of a sudden everybody on the dance floor is able to get into formation and do the same dance. How do you know? If you go line dancing on a regular basis, say you hit up Renegades or wherever you head to, especially those of you podunk folk in uh, Loxahatchee, because I know that's your thing. If you go square dancing or line dancing, how do you know the dance moves? I've always wondered this. How do you know, based on the song, what the dance moves are? None of you know one another. How do you immediately know? It's like a, a, a musical. All of a sudden, you're dancing around, and it's completely coordinated. How do you know this? For those of you that go line dancing, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Also, is there such a thing as a, a pair of, uh, of comfortable cowboy boots? 888-760-3776. Don't I feel like you have uh, adorned cowboy boots at some point? No, I don't. But we do have really? we do have rib roundup here once a year. Mm-hmm. So I'll uh, bum some off of friends. But no, I don't own a pair. Never will. That's shocking to me. Is it? In fact. Absolutely shocking to me. I uh, was made fun of. I, you know, I stayed in the state of Illinois, and everybody there had Yeah, you, were, you went to school in Carbondale, Illinois. I know it. Where that's the, the, the town, there's like an ordinance. That you need to wear cowboy boots. 1,000%. I've been there. I saw it. Ernesto's in Boynton. Ernesto's on Ken LeVick Alive. What's up, Ernesto? What's up, Ken? Uh, okay, great farewell tours that I can remember that was in my list. Uh, Patrick Ewing in basketball, because I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, Wayne Gretzky in hockey. Wayne Gretzky and also Messier. Yeah. yeah. Wayne Gretzky and Messier. Yeah. So we're good. Um, baseball, one of the ones that I kind of remember that were kind of great was Cal Ripken and Ken Griffey. Cal Ripken was kind of good because, you know, he was the Iron Man. And once his thing was broken, you know, Lou Gehrig's bracket, uh, was broken. You know, it was, that was one of the fell world tools that I can remember. And, by the way, like uh, square dancing, you want to you wanna know the reason why they know how to do it? You want to know the trick? Why? Well, it's not, it's not a trick. It's, I don't know it, but it's, it's by song. Like, they know that... Okay. I know what you're saying because it looks like a flash bomb. Like they like they oh, yeah. coordinate yeah. this thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying, but it's a song. It's uh. particularly songs. They know this. They know the routine. I'm not lying. You can't do it like me and you can't go to a place right now and just and go, like, yeah, pick, let's it go pick it up and do it. Right. Yeah, and that ain't gonna happen, Ken. <laughs> me and you will look like idiots. So what's gonna happen is we gotta take some time because I want to do it. I want to do square dancing too. I'm coordinated. I know I could do it, but you gotta, you know, you got you gotta practice, Ken. So I'm down with you. All right. If you're down to do square dancing, I'm down to take some lessons. I tell you what, because I know I'm coordinated enough to do it. And if you're down, Ken, I'm not, and I'm willing not to look like an idiot. I'm down to do it with you, Ernesto. If, not, if this summer willing. starts to get super long and super boring, let's let's take some lessons and let's hit Renegades, and we're gonna tear up that dance floor, all right? <laughs> Just remember, man, I don't want to be known to even do this. This is hilarious. I didn't think I was going to think <laughs> hey, that. Hey, keep reminding me. You got it. Yeah, all right, Ernesto. Keep reminding me, and then uh, I'll, I'll let you know when my summer gets boring enough to, uh, to go take the, uh, the line dancing classes. I mean, all I'm going to say, though, 
for those of you single dudes out there, and this is my piece of advice, okay? I'm, 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 I'm happily married, uh, and I'm boring as hell, so I ain't doing anything, right? But for those of you single men, okay, of any, any race, of any walk of life, I'm just telling you, because sometimes I spend a little time on Instagram, the talent that line dances on a regular basis, all I'm saying is that it's worth it, okay? If you're like me and you can't stand country music because country music is abject trash. Whoa. Abject flaming trash. <laughs> if you can handle that, I think the end game might be worth it. Okay? That, that, that's the only piece of advice I'm going to give you. Uncle Ken is telling you, hey, line dancing talent is probably worth the, the vomit-inducing country music. I think that's some of the best advice you've all given right. so far. No, I'm just to, I'm, to young people. Yeah, I'm just trying to help the younger generation. That's all I'm doing, Stone. Uh, our sports farewell tour is good. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Now, Ernesto mentioned Patrick Ewing's farewell tour, but you realize his farewell tour was with Orlando. So there wasn't like the 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 Cal Ripken Orioles uniform farewell tour, Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera Yankees farewell tour, Kobe Lakers farewell tour. Uh, he was in Orlando, so people had to see that as he rode the bench with the Magic. See, that's the tough part: is that you gotta be in the uniform of the team that you had your best years with. You have to, or do what you said earlier. Only retire at the end of the season. Yeah. Like, did, did Patrick Ewing announce it some sort of way? Before that, I don't started? remember. I don't remember. He was so I mean, irrelevant by that time that it didn't matter anymore. Because the only game that anybody would remember was when he was back in the garden, mm-hmm. I would assume. Yeah. And I, I have no idea how that played out. Um, real quick, because this is just coming down. And this is breaking news brought to you by St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Tiger Woods is at Augusta right now. This is from TW Legion, okay? TW Legion, and the only reason I'm giving it any credence is because Golf.com, that's Golf Digest, they have, they have retweeted it. Now, <laughs> TW Legion, here's, their, here's their, their bio, okay? We track hashtag Tiger Woods daily. It's the... Nuclear Golf Tracking Network. I don't know what that means. No, I have no idea what that means. Listen, those Golf Legion accounts are serious. Are they legit? They are okay. so serious. Okay. Then- there are Speed trackers. There are Dustin Johnson. There are ROM trackers. And trust me, those guys put out tweets every single day. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, so here is the tweet from TW Legion that, that Stone Lebanowitz signs off on. TW plans to scout Augusta National Golf Club today, Tuesday, to further evaluate his body and game on tournament grounds. A big step in his efforts towards making a decision on playing the Masters. Mm. Tiger Woods (laughs) is scouting Augusta National and is going to see how his body holds up. Potentially, that's what this sounds like. And he certainly is not ruling out playing the Masters. How about that? How about that? Tiger Woods potentially playing the Masters, a guy who couldn't walk a couple of months ago, a guy who nearly lost his life just over a year ago, and he may play the Masters. And I tell you what, he has zero chance of winning. There's no way he's going to be competitive in that spot. 
but I'm a sucker. I'm a complete sucker for Tiger Woods. Stone, if Tiger plays, I'm watching. The chances of me watching go up 20-fold. No doubt. I've seen videos in the past week, and he's been walking courses and swinging clubs. He's out there. This would be awesome. It would be. And it, the, the tough part is you know he doesn't have a chance to win. He's, he's what? like Because he, he's had odds in Vegas like 6,000 to 1. That's greater than Ricky Fowler, Bubba Watson. Mm-hmm. But he ain't winning this. He's not winning this. He's not going to, to, to John Rahm. He, he'll be 5 to 1 to even make the cut. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, we'll take it. Are you, are you more apt to watch the Masters if a broken Tiger Woods does play? <laughs> Duh. Are you more apt to watch the Masters? Are you? Does the Masters Thursday, Friday become appointment viewing to you if a broken Tiger Woods does play? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On Twitter, at KLV1063. Am I, am I being rude calling him broken? Because, again, this is a guy who had his legs crushed. His legs crushed in that accident in California. That was just over a year ago. And he's going to try and play the Masters? So a Tiger that has no shot at winning. A Tiger that is... It's a triumph in and of itself if he makes the weekend. But if he plays, does that automatically mean that you take time out of your workdays, Thursday and Friday, to watch Tiger Woods? Are you more apt to watch the Masters now Thursday and Friday if Tiger Woods plays, knowing that it might suck, knowing that he might not play well, but just to get the glimpse of him at Augusta after we thought maybe he would never play again? Are you more prone to watching the Masters now if a broken Tiger Woods plays Thursday, Friday? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Time-wise, you good, Stone? You want to take some calls here? Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. Uh, Joe's in Jupiter. Joe's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Joe? How are y'all? Thank you so much for bringing up the Tiger Woods story. I was going to call in earlier, but I didn't want to interrupt your other topics. I heard this about an hour ago. I think it was Green that mentioned it 10 minutes before his show. I got goosebumps, and I'm kind of near the medalist where he practices. Okay. I said, you know what? My son is fat. He's all, he is autistic. He's been so fascinated with Tiger Woods just because he knows we live close to him. He thinks it'd be so cool one day to get a signature from him. I said, that's probably not going to happen. So I said, screw it. <laughs> I went to the medalist guard gate, and I've been there before. Talked to the guy, and he said, yes, he's been here frequently the past week or two or so. Frequently. Him and his handlers. He told me, if you get a signed letter from your son, maybe a card, give it to me, and then he'll drop it off. And then when they do come back in, next time, I don't care if it's six months from now. He'll get somebody, maybe even him, to sign it. But I was so fascinated to hear this. I would absolutely watch every hole he plays if he goes to the Masters and plays. I don't care what. I kind of like Joe on the stakeout of uh, of the (laughs) medalist. Yeah, Yeah, I that's good stuff, Joe. I tell you what, Joe, if, uh, if you could get more breaking Tiger news for us, we'll like pay you in Duffy's gift cards. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that, uh, that, but here's the thing. is like I, Part of me fears, Joe, that he's going to step on the course and it's going to be the limping and the clutching at the back and all of those things like we've yeah. grown so accustomed to with Tiger. But because I never thought he would play again, I think it's worth it. For me to, to take time Absolutely. off of work Thursday, Friday and see this because who knows? And he, here, we've been talking about farewell tours. 
I tell you who I think probably never will rule out the potential of playing the Masters is Tiger. So that inherently means that you never know if this is the last time you'll ever see him in Augusta. Absolutely. Like I say, I'm so, especially since I live so close to where he practices. And uh, so, yeah, I'm kind of stalking a little bit, but not really. The guy was really nice. He said, I appreciate that. And Tiger has a foundation for special needs children, which I'm not going to use that. You know, I just, you know, yeah, I, I yeah. didn't even know hey, that. Until let's we, keep it classy we, here, Joe. Okay? Let's, let's keep it above board, okay? Appreciate you, Joe. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Uh, Tiger Woods, a broken Tiger Woods, someone that we don't know quite yet if he can fully walk 18 without severe pain. Are you going to make an appointment viewing if he does play the Masters at least on Thursday and Friday? Does Thursday and Friday the Masters become appointment viewing for you if Tiger does play? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And Stone, this means now that our hopes are up, right? Hopes if he are doesn't way play, up. If he doesn't play, that's going to be super deflating. Uh, Leo is in Riviera Beach. What's up, Leo? Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I just want to say, you remember that tingle feeling, that tingly feeling that you got? In the nether regions? That, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when when Tyreek Hill uh-huh. was coming to the Dolphins. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting that same tingle mm-hmm. for Tiger Woods being at the Masters. It's called the Tiger Tingle. I would definitely, We've all had it. I, ha- I have two. <laughs> that's a good one. I have two screens at my, at my job, two computer screens. One will be for work and Excel spreadsheets, yep. and the other will be for Tiger on Amen corner. Leo, so that's I, what I just want to see. I'm telling you, brother, uh, I will I will watch more Tiger Thursday, Friday than I did the NCAA tournament on Thursday, Friday. Like, I can promise oh, you definitely. that. Just, just to see how he is out there. Just yeah. to see, you know, how, he, how he's feeling, how he's carrying himself. Oh, if just he, to see him back there after, he, after we all thought I, it wouldn't even be remotely possible. Absolutely. It's just like, like I said. Tiger Tingle, full blast. Tiger Tingles, baby, <laughs> in the nether regions. Appreciate you, Leo. I, if What if Tiger on Thursday rolls off like a birdie on five, a birdie on six, Stop. a birdie on seven? I am running my ass out of this office, and I am running down uh, Flagler, and I'm just yelling, Tiger! Butt naked. Tiger! It's going to be tingly and racing down the street. Is yelling Tiger's name. <clears throat> I can answer if everyone if it's going to be appointment viewing on Thursday and Friday. Now, this is Tiger Woods Legion, and I've seen plenty of this on my timeline already, but they're tracking his flight from West Palm, from the Jupiter area. All right, they're tra- uh, this is a Tiger flight. So that, that same account is yes. tracking his flight? Yes. That's a- creepy. Here it is. Aircraft N1. 517TW, believed to be owned by Tiger Woods, took off from the Witham Field 20 miles from his Jupiter home. He's landed on runway 17 at Augusta Regional Airport. Like, they are following this guy to Augusta in the air. Oof, man. This is awesome. It is awesome. And it's, it's not just because he has to be there for the, uh, the Masters dinner. He'll be there regardless. But, I mean, this dude, if he's walking the course, if he's scouting out, he's thinking about it, right? He's prowling. He's thinking about it. He's... Tiger's on the prowl. Well said. Well said. Uh, if Tiger Woods, a broken Tiger Woods, someone we don't know yet if he can actually walk 18 holes, a broken Tiger Woods, if he plays the Masters, does that mean it's appointment viewing Thursday and Friday for you, avoiding work to watch Tiger Woods at the Masters? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at KLV1063. Now, 
Tiger, he is certainly banged up, and he has spent a lot of time rehabbing. Just so happens that if you have a bad foot, bad ankle pain, bad leg pain, you need an expert in the field, you need to get it fixed up. It's where the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care staff comes in. They have a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. That is Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Tiger. We're counting on you now, man. He got on the PJ. He's up in Augusta. He's scouting the course. I am going to be absolutely unbearable to listen to Thursday, Friday of Masters Week if Tiger's playing. I mean, it's legit just going to be you and me sitting here cheering on Tiger or getting upset when Tiger bogeys. Oh, it'll be all it'll be on all the TVs. All the TVs. Yeah, it'll be the same the same TV feed on all of our TVs in here. But it doesn't matter. Want to know why? Because we got the Tiger Tingle. Absolutely. Hey, the NCAA tournament, they're lucky those games are at 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Because if they were any earlier, no one's watching them. And that's if he makes the weekend. But that's Villanova, Kansas, and, and Duke and NC. Duke's lucky they're not playing at like 5 p.m. or something if Tiger's still on the course. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's very, very true. Nobody would be paying any attention. Yeah. I, I, all I know is, well, no, they, I thought the, the Masters is the week after the national championship game. Oh, would it be? Yeah. It would. Yeah. It would. He, so, he needs more than Because weight. Jim Nance goes from the Final Four, he drinks some herbal tea, <laughs> hey. and then he shows up in Augusta yes. ready to go. Yes. That's like his routine. Yes. Okay? Hello, friends. He's Stone Lebanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.